back in 1991, Billy Crystal starred in this cheesy Western comedy movie called City Slickers. And his co-star, Jack Palance, played a character named Curly, an old grizzled Western veteran. And riding along on their horses one day, Curly simply looks at Mitch and says, you want to know the secret to life? And he holds up just one finger. And Mitch, in his snarky, comedic way, says, what, the secret of life is your finger? Curly says, no, it's just one thing. And Mitch says, well, what is it? And Curly very wisely says, well, that's for you to find out. Today's episode is going to challenge you to create a personal mission statement where you will identify your one thing. Hi there, welcome to the Christ-Centered Athlete Podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode. The lesson for today is really very simple, but it's hard, it's hard to explain and it's hard to do. Uh, it's a very simple message and it's going to come from the Gospel of Luke We're going to find Jesus uh, in chapter 10 with his disciples traveling around. And I'm going to start reading in uh, Luke 10, verse 38. It's the story of Jesus coming to the home of Martha and Mary, a pair of sisters who host Jesus for perhaps a meal or an overnight stay. Here's verse 38. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things. But only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. These uh, stories through Jesus' travels, um, they're challenging, aren't they? And this really is a very simple message. Our personal choices about what's good, what's better, or what's best for our time are really rooted in the priorities and the goals that we've set for ourselves. And so, just to quickly review this story, obviously Martha, the uh, perhaps the older of the two sisters, it doesn't say, but she felt responsible for the details in hosting the Lord Jesus and his friends. And she got frustrated that her younger sister or her sister did not help in any way. But see, Mary had found her way to the feet of Jesus, and she was listening very intentively to everything that Jesus was saying. And so Martha was frustrated, and she said, look at all that I have to do. Lord, aren't you going to tell my sister to come and help me with all these preparations? And the Lord just carefully and lovingly rebukes Martha by saying, listen, you're worried and upset about a, a whole bunch of little things, but they don't matter. And what Mary has chosen is far better. And it will never be taken away from her to choose to be close to me. You know, let me tell you a quick little story that might help you understand where I'm coming from on this. When I was in high school, I was involved in everything. I was uh, very busy, and I've told you in some other episodes, 
uh, how involved I was in music and clubs and activities and sports. And um, I can remember bringing home a report card. Uh, this was in the days before they even mailed them home. But I took my report card and I was very proud because I got B's in every single subject. And uh, so I thought that was pretty good. And uh, my dad at the dinner table or whatever would uh, would review our our grades, and uh, he says, "Well, you've got to be in everything. Uh, that's that's okay, but uh, what is it that you're going to get an A in?" And I've never forgotten that question because what he was simply asking me is, you know, you've you've gotten to a certain level of performance in everything, but what is it that you're really going to choose to make a priority? and to be the best at. And so at that point, I started to mature because my thought for young people as I work with them, and I've worked with, with younger, uh, young adults for over 20 years now, they have way too much going on. And uh, they're busy about a lot of uh, details and a lot of things, but they may have missed the best uh, trying to get bees and everything. And if you're like that, I want to encourage you today that this is all part of growing up and that with maturity comes a narrowing of your focus to put more of you into fewer things to get a higher return for your time and your effort. You see, I was getting B's in all of my subjects and I was playing music and I was in the drama team and I was uh, in the National Honor Society and I was on the sports teams and I was uh, part of my church youth group and I was a leader in almost everything that I did. But I was sort of average in everything. And I counted that as my justification because I was busy and worried about my, you know, all of my activities. But I had missed perhaps the best use of my time to prioritize my time into just a few things. And as I've gotten older, uh, I've realized that I need to say no to more things. And just because I can do something doesn't mean that I should. So I want to challenge you with this story. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but only one thing is needed. So just like our uh, character from the movie City Slickers, just one thing is far more important than all of the other things. And as you can imagine, uh, what I'm going to say, as a Christ-centered athlete, you need to be close to Jesus. And you know what? I want to challenge you with this next exercise and perhaps um, use the rule of threes to encourage you. I want you to write, to begin to write a personal mission statement. I've done this through the years and it's very, very helpful for you to identify these three things. First, I want you to identify your gifts. What is it that you're really good at? Perhaps those things are gifts that God has entrusted with uh, you to build his church or to encourage others or to lead others. You need to identify what your gifts are. See, that's very important because I think that then leads you to identify what your goals are. So you're going to take your gifts and you're going to point them towards a goal. And then the last G, I want you to identify what is your guarantee. So you're looking for your gifts, for your goals, and for your guarantee. What I mean by guarantee is that what is it that you 
are going to receive and what is it that you know is going to happen as a result of, of fine-tuning your efforts into just one or two things. See, I used to coach my athletes that um, we can only have about three or four priorities in life. One, I would always encourage them is to be their relationship to God and that they need to spend time with God, just like Mary did here, to sit at his feet and to listen carefully and to try to obey what he is telling you. Even by listening to this podcast, that's what you're doing. You're growing closer in your walk with Jesus. And that's your top priority in life. A second priority would be to be close to your family and your closest of friends. The third priority would be your schoolwork. For those of you that are students, that's a very, very important important part of your life. If you're in college, you may even be investing money and time and effort into your future. And you need to do the best you can in your schoolwork. And then number four could be your sport or another activity. Uh, so God, family, school, and your sport would be the top four priorities that you are expending your energy and your time and your dedication and your commitment to. And by the time you get to number five or number six or number seven, meaning uh, perhaps a part-time job or another commitment that you could make, those commitments sometimes really drag energy away from those things that are most important. So what are your gifts? Identify those things and write them down. What are your goals? What are you shooting for? You know, the old cliche says, if you aim at nothing, that's just what you'll hit. So sometimes we live our lives a lot like Martha. We're running from thing to thing to thing to thing, trying to just hang on. And it's a rat race of a life when we live like that. And I believe that Jesus may be calling you even right now. You can plug in your name. I'll do it myself. But Jesus may be saying, Charlie, Charlie, you are worried and upset about many things, but only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what's better, and it will never be taken away from her. You see, time invested to learn about Jesus and to grow in him is that number one thing that's needed in our life. I hope you can begin to write this personal mission statement. Write it down and share it with someone you trust. Maybe they can hold you accountable to things. When they see you getting busy and frantic and running from here to there, they can hold their hand up and be the voice of Jesus to say, whoa, 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 slow down. You're worried and upset about so many things, but you've missed your priorities. Let's go back to our goals. And then what is that guarantee? What is that that assurance that you're going to have? No matter what happens, you will receive this. You know, there's one verse I just want to end with. Matthew 6.33, the the voice of Jesus here. I want you to listen. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. In, In essence, if we seek God's kingdom first and seek God's righteousness in our lives, then all of these other things will be given to us. You have to live like you trust Jesus in order to do that. And so I hope you can mature and that you start to narrow your focus to put more of you into fewer things to get a greater return. Stay close to Jesus.
Thanks for listening to the Christ-Centered Athlete Podcast. Before I go, I just want to give you a couple more encouraging resources that might help you write your own personal mission statement. You know, I have discovered through the years that I can communicate and I'm a good teacher. Uh, God has given me a gift for encouraging people. And so my goal is to encourage everybody that I meet every day. And you know, my guarantee is that I have uh, the Lord's energy and the Lord's enthusiasm and His love for people as my strength in doing that. I have a guaranteed deposit that Jesus loves people and He wants to use me to encourage them. That's a little window into how my personal mission statement uh, plays out every day, even a part of this podcast and me starting to talk to folks just like you on a regular basis to encourage you. You know, another great book that I've read recently is uh, a book called Good to Great uh, by an author named Jim Collins. It's more of a business and leadership type of uh, book, but it might be really helpful for you too because what he talks about is that good is, is good, but great is even better. And so what it takes to become great is that we have to narrow our focus to put more of our energy into fewer things to find out what we're really good at and to then go at it with all of our energy and all of our strength. Thanks so much for listening. If you have been encouraged by this, please share it. Tell someone else about the, uh, the great, uh, perhaps, ministry that you've received from the podcast. And as always, feel free to reach out to me, leave a great comment or even a question. Send me an email. Uh, I would love to start a dialogue with you. Thanks again for listening, and I hope this has encouraged you. Stay close to Jesus.